What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Wednesday, February 11th. Hopefully, all you guys have had a nice, good, and productive week up until this point, man. Continue to grind, stay hungry, starve your distractions, and feed your focus is one of the models and key phrases that I love to live by because it means so much to me, man. But hopefully, you guys are trying to get 1% better each day because that is the end goal. Hopefully, all you guys are just having good times out there never take life too seriously because you know you can you never know you can leave the day tomorrow and you don't want to you know die leaving this earth say all i did was work my butt off which yeah sounds good but still you should try and enjoy yourselves as much as you possibly can but with that being said so last night my michigan state spartans again coming off a three-game losing streak went to champaign illinois to take on the fighting illini led by brad underwood and ao Dusumu, and we got a big time win in the Big Ten on the road when we with the score that we won by 70 to 69. Now let's get into the box score. So for Illinois, Trent Frazier had four points, four assists, two rebounds, and three steals. Ayo Dosumu had 17 points, one assist, nine rebounds, and three steals. Demonte Williams had six points, three rebounds, and one steal. Georgie Bashanis Villy had two points. Kofi Coburn had 11 points, one assist, eight rebounds, and one block. Kipper Nichols had two points, one assist, and one rebound. Tavian Jones had three points and two rebounds. Andres Feliz had 15 points, one assist, and four rebounds. And Alan Griffin had nine points, one assist, seven rebounds, and two steals for the Fighting Illini. For my Michigan State Spartans, Xavier Tillman had another double-double with 17 points, three assists, 11 rebounds, two steals, and one block. Marcus Bingham had two rebounds and one block. Aaron Henry had 13 points, two assists, three rebounds, one steal, and one block. Rocket Watts had a career-high 21 points, two assists, one rebound, and one steal. Cassius Winston had 12 points, two assists, two rebounds, and three steals. Julius Marble had one point and two rebounds. Gabe Brown had two points and two rebounds. Thomas Kithier had four points and two rebounds. Malik Hall had one rebound, and Foster Lawyer had one assist. Now, this game kind of started off slow for both teams because both teams didn't get a bucket until about two minutes into the game. But we started off much better than what Illinois did. We actually started off on an 8-0 run led by an Aaron Henry 3 and a Cassius Winston 3, both from the same spot in the right corner. And Rocket Watts had a great pull-up jumper in the transition mid-range game. But that is exactly who I want to talk about because in the first half, this was not only was Michigan State shooting the ball really, really well from all aspects, but Rocket Watts was on absolute fire. Like, he was not missing any of his shots, man. And Coach Izzo, the reason why I love Coach Izzo, he actually put Rocket in the starting lineup. He he was out of the starting lineup a couple different times this season, but he did start the first game of the year, and now he started this game too, and hopefully he stays in the starting lineup for the rest of the season. He is installing confidence in Rocket Watts because he knows Rocket Watts is an exclusive elite shooter and score and that's exactly what he displayed last night illinois had no matchup to guarding rocket watts again he was hitting shots from wherever he had the three he had the mid-range he had a nice backdoor layup from xavier tillman he was just scoring not only not only within the offense which is where he struggled in scoring which sounds crazy but he was scoring everywhere like literally his work his biggest weakness was that he wasn't able to score within the michigan state offense yet that just had to take some time but last night he definitely showed us that he's more than capable to do that man and illinois just simply did not have an answer for him and xavier tillman played really really well too he had a three in this game but the thing that i think that we did 
good in the first half that really led us to get the lead was that we were sagging off Georgie Bishanisvili, who loves to shoot for some reason, even though he's not a good shooter at all. We would sag off of him. We would force Georgie to shoot the ball over the top, and he was just missing. I think he shot two threes, and Brad Underwood took him out the game, and he pretty much sat him. He did get in a little bit of foul trouble, and he almost got. He probably should have got a technical, but the refs didn't give it to him. And that's another thing I want to address real quick. The refs were very, very bad last night. But they were still even with officiating. They weren't favoring one team or another. They did give Illinois some bad calls. They, they did give us a bad call. I think the only bad call they really gave us was on a play in the second half where Trent Frazier was guarding Cassius Winston, and he barely bumped him, and the refs called a foul. But besides that, officiating was bad, but it was bad for both sides. So the better team really won last night, if you ask me in my humble opinion. But getting back to the first half. So Aaron Henry, too. A guy that's been struggling with his confidence all season long. He was knocking down shots. Coach Izzo put him back into the starting lineup too. So it was Cassius Winston, Rocket Watts, Aaron Henry, um, Xavier Tillman, and Marcus Bingham that start off the game. And hopefully again, they're the starting lineup for the rest of the season because that is a good lineup. But we were just on fire. Like Illinois had zero answers though. Only people that really scored in the first couple minutes for Illinois was DeMonte Williams and Travian um, Jones. And those are the only two. They hit two threes from pretty much the same exact spots. They were kind of keeping Illinois afloat in that first half because it really should have should have got really, really ugly for Illinois because they really put themselves in a bad, bad spot, especially with some just lackadaisical and bad turnovers and just some forced fouls that they should not have had. But they were managed to able to stay in the game. And again, Rocket Watts was on fire. But the thing that really hurt Illinois in that first half was that Kofi Coburn picked up two bad fouls. And when you're a freshman, I understand you're going to make freshman mistakes. You're going to do a lot of stuff that freshmen usually do. But the fouls that he was getting in the first half were just not smart fouls at all. Like, he was clearly not even attempting to block the ball. He clearly, like, one of the plays where he drew a foul, he clearly just slapped one of my guy's arms. It's like, you just got to be better than that. You got to have a bigger IQ than that, especially when you're a very important piece to your team. Kofi Coburn means a lot to this Illinois team. And when he's on the bench, they just can't afford to have that because they don't really have a replacement to help fill his gap and his void that he leaves on the floor because he's a tremendous and big seven foot presence that is always, you're always going to know what Kofi Coburn is in the game because of how big he is. But he got into a little bit of foul trouble. And then towards the end of the first half, Illinois actually went on a three minutes and 20 second scoring drought. Three minutes, almost four minutes of not scoring a single bucket, and yet they still managed to be in, in this game. And that really hurt them, though. That end of the half drought really, really hurt them. And then they finally scored off a little nice Kipper Nichols floater to keep them in the game. At halftime, the score was 37 to 20. We were up 17 points, played a really good half. And that's usually hasn't been the case for this team. Usually they have a terrible first half. They dig themselves into a hole and then they try and fight back in the second half. Last night was the complete opposite of that. We had a great first half and then we kind of just chilled and, you know, didn't really get that wake up call until the last very last minutes of the game to win the game. But the second half, Illinois came out with a purpose like they knew Cassius Winston. I'll give Illinois defense credit because their scouting report did a really good job of containing Cassius Winston, even though he still had 12 points and two assists. He was, I wouldn't say he was frustrated or rattled, but he was just out of composure. Like he was trying to force some shots that he usually doesn't take. Trent Frazier and A.O. DeSumo, who pretty much switched off guarding him for majority of the night last night, did a good job of playing him. Um, he had a couple of uh, push-offs. He had, um, I think he had, he got Xavier Tillman in a, um, in a legal screen. So he got him, him a foul for that. But you know, they did a good job containing him, man. Even though he got hot towards the end of the second half, they did a really good job containing him, and they made him pick up a whole bunch of fouls. Like, he 
he picked up his fourth foul with probably about, I think, like 10 minutes and 31 seconds left in the game. And literally, we had to run with Foster Lawyer, Rocky Watts. I think Gabe Brown was in the game. And then it was Thomas Kithier and Xavier Tillman. That was the five for like four to five minutes without Cassius West on the floor. And that's exactly when things went wrong. Again, I try and vouch for Foster Lawyer, but man, does he struggle. And I love Foster. I understand he's small. He's not a, a big, big 10 guard. But as soon as Cassius Winston went out the game, it felt like a spark plug automatically went off inside of the Illinois heads, players' heads, because they knew it was time to attack. And that's exactly what happened. Pretty much their offense for like the whole, for like a good portion of the second half was we're going to ISO, we're going to get a screen and roll, and we're just going to attack downhill. And they weren't even screen and rolling with their big men. They would screen and roll with their fellow guards. And that's exactly what was killing us. Gabe Brown couldn't guard it, and Foster Lawyer couldn't guard it. And Rocket Watts kind of could guard it, but the only person that could truly guard that was Aaron Henry. So I got to give him a big, big shout-out for that, too, because he played really good defense for majority of the game, too. But we just had too many bad fouls. Like, Rocket Watts picked up a bad foul. Malik Hall picked up a very, very bad foul. And really, those type of plays could cost us in a game like this. Again, we won by one point, but when you're when you win a game by one point, it's like little plays like that could make that a four-point win or a five-point win. But regardless, I got to give Illinois credit for getting back to this game. They went on a 22-4 run. Think about that. A 22-4 run against Michigan State, even though we sat Cassius Winston because of foul trouble, to get back into the game. Like, literally, Kipper Nichols was playing really well. Of course, Ayo DeSumo, who could be a first-team All-Big Ten type player, he got to cooking. He was, he, I think he only had one three last night, but besides that, he was getting into the lane and distributing. Kofi Colburn had a, a couple big-time plays, and really the atmosphere for Illinois just started jumping. Like They felt like their team was climbing back into the game, which was exactly what was happening, and they took advantage of that. Coach Izzo called a timeout, tried to get the dog settled, but Illinois, man, you got to give them credit. They fought back. They didn't complain. They didn't whine. They didn't you know, go to the rest and cry about it. They just put their foot in the ground, and really they did exactly what they had to do. But I will say this. Because Xavier Tillman picked up a couple foul trouble, I think he picked up like three fouls, and Coach Izzo sat him out, so we had to put Thomas Kithier out there. Thomas Kithier played pretty solid, to be honest with you. He had a couple plays where it was like a broken-down play, and he grabbed the ball and go for a layup and score. But defensively, he's play, he played pretty well, and that wasn't the best thing for his storyline this year. Like He's been struggling on the defensive end for most of the season. Last night, he played really, really good. And I just think that's because of matchups, and I know he missed a couple games because he was sick with the flu, I believe. But last night, he gave us good quality minutes, and I was happy for him because he deserved those minutes, and he has to take advantage of those because he might not get them back. But the thing that really got Illinois back to this game was their free throws. Like, they got to the line, and they were just a more aggressive team. Like, Brad Underwood clearly in the timeouts or in the huddles was telling his team, you have to be the more aggressive team, and that's exactly what Illinois did. Like, they were getting to the free throw line pretty much whenever they wanted to, whether it was Andres Feliz, whether it was Ayo DeSumo, Kipper Nichols got to the line once. I think Kofi Coburn got to the line once. I think Trent Frazier got to the line. And, like, they were just aggressive. And when you get to the free throw line, not only are you putting points up on the board to get back into the game, but the clock is stopped. So it's pretty much like the game's not even being played and you're getting closer and inching towards cutting down that margin of lead that Michigan State had. And Illinois, they did a really good job doing that. And another thing that really hurt us for Illinois getting back into this game was turnovers. Thomas Kithier had a terrible turnover against Alan Griffin, but you got to give Griffin credit because he played the passing lanes pretty, pretty well. That led to, I believe, was an Andres Felice uh, layup. And then Aaron Henry had a bad, bad turnover that I 
think I want to say led to an Ayo Desumu layup. So like we just had a, just too many bad turnovers. Like and we did a good job protecting the ball in the first half. I think we only had like three, maybe four turnovers in the first half, but we finished the game with I believe sixteen turnovers. That just cannot happen, especially in the second half of a game when we're leading and like stuff like that just can't happen. We were up seventeen at half and they go on a twenty-two to four run to close the gap. Our biggest lead in that game was 20 points. Illinois' biggest lead of the game was one. That should let you know that we were clearly the better team last night. We were clearly the better team last night, but yet we played down to the level of competition. And I'm not saying Illinois is bad. I'm not saying we're much better than them, than them. but I do think we are a slightly above better team than them. But like the, it's just the little mental mistakes that could end up costing us. But going towards the end of the game, so this is what happened. Xavier Tillman had a layup. He scored a layup off a mismatch because Andres Felice was guarding him. I believe we were in transition, so we took advantage of that. And then Coach Iz, or we got to stop. Coach Izzo called a timeout. And then we drop a play for Cash Winston to operate. This is like the last two to three minutes of the game. The game is close. It's coming down to the wire. Cash Winston has the ball. He uses a screen and roll with Xavier Tillman. He goes all the way under the basket. He tries to, you know, get through Kofi Coburn. Doesn't happen successfully. He tries to throw it back to the top of the key. And then Ayo Desumu steals the ball. And then he goes down. Illinois calls a timeout. And then they get to the free throw line. They get fouled. Kofi Coburn goes to the free throw line. The whole uh, arena is shaking. He makes both free throws to put Illinois up by one with a score of 68 to 69. And then with 17 seconds left, Cassius Winston, isolation. He's pretty much, he had to try to get a layup off against the entire team. And then luckily the savior, Xavier Tillman, came back and, and dunked a nasty, ferocious putback dunk to pretty much that ended up being the game winner. And then Illinois took the ball out. Cash Winston actually lost his shoe as Illinois took the ball out. They go full court. Ayodosumu goes full court to his right. He tries to, I don't know what he was trying to do, if he was trying to get a layup or a pull-up jumper. Sadly, he loses his grip. He actually gets injured, which was a nasty injury, and I'm praying for his recovery. I hope it, it wasn't as bad as it looked, but pretty much his leg got caught up under him. He fell bad. It looked like his knee definitely was hurting, and we got the steal, and Michigan State got a nice win against the Fighting Illini in Champaign for a big-time road win in the Big Ten. When big-time when big time road wins don't really happen, or haven't really happened, shall I say, in this season. So big-time win, especially coming off a three-game losing streak. That's a sense of urgency between your captains. Again, I'm praying that Ayo Dusumu has a speedy recovery. Hopefully, he's not out any games. But, you know, hopefully with that type of injury, they just take their time with it. But it was nasty. I never want to see any player get injured, whether it's, you know, it's my worst enemy or worst, you know, hate, you know a team that I hate. I never want to see anybody get injured. But... Luckily for us, we got a big-time win. I'm happy that we leave Champaign with that type of win because we needed that. We we truly needed that. Rocket Watts, super happy for that dude because I, I've been knowing he's, he's he has NBA-type talent. He is an NBA player. Again, he might not leave after his freshman year at Michigan State, but I guarantee you he will not be at Michigan State for longer than two years because that's just the type of talent that Rocket Watts is. He is a true, defined bucket getter. When you have Cassius Winston struggling for most of the night, you needed a player like him. Even though, again, Cassius Winston did hit a couple big-time buckets like in the last five to six minutes to keep us in that game because the game could have got ugly because Foster Lawyer was struggling a little bit. But, again, we won the game. Some team stats, though. So, overall, we shot 28 of 57, which is 49%. That's really good. I would get the job done on the road. Illinois shot 22 of 60, which is only 36%. 
We shot seven of eighteen from the three-point line, which is thirty-eight percent. That's not that's pretty good for a team. Illinois shot five of eighteen, which is twenty-seven percent. Illinois actually out rebounded us in this game. They definitely hustled to a lot more rebounds than we did in this game. They actually got 14 offensive rebounds. That cannot happen. Like stuff like that cannot happen. For them to get 14 offensive rebounds and lose this game might say a lot um, a lot more about Illinois than Michigan State, to be honest with you. But that's neither here nor there. Also, we had 10 assists, which is pretty good too. Illinois only had nine. We had seven steals. We had a big-time steal from Xavier Tillman to get a fast-break dunk in the first half, but Illinois had 10 steals, which can't happen. 16 turnovers, which I already talked about, but we can just can't do that, man. 16 turnovers just can't happen. Illinois had 13, and again, our largest lead was 20 points. Illinois' largest lead was one point, and they pretty much only had that one-point lead for about two minutes in, throughout that game. Again, big-time win. I'm proud of our dog for bouncing back. Hopefully, we can keep getting better. The only complaints that I have, it's two things. Since Aaron Henry did play pretty well last night, and Rocket Watts definitely played sensational last night, plus the combo we already know that's going to show up every night between Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman, Gabe Brown and Marcus Bingham have to step up and take another leap in their games because it seems like, you know, Gabe Brown, as good as a player as he is, when he's not shoot, when he's not hitting shots, he's virtually nothing on the floor. He's like a ghost like because he doesn't dribble. His handle's not crazy. He doesn't really know how to create his own shot yet. So we're going to need him to do something else. we got to need him to be a lockdown defender or something else. Now, Marcus Bingham, he hasn't really been, you know, doing anything offensively, but he still is a really good rim protector. He needs to learn how to stop making little tic-tac fouls, but besides that, he played pretty well. I think another thing for him is just he just has to keep being better when it comes to blocking shots. But again, hopefully, you know, he missed two free throws last night. Hopefully, he can start to get his rhythm back. Hopefully, he can find his in-game jump shot because we're going to need it by the time March gets here, which is only next month. So hopefully, he can get that together. But besides that, man, really good win. Hopefully, we can start a little winning streak of our own to get back into this thing and win the Big Ten regular season title. But even if we don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about the, the real big thing, the actual, you know, college basketball trophy. But, again, our next game is Saturday, which is February 15th, which sounds crazy. This month is flying by. But February 15th, we take on the Maryland Terrapins, the number nine ranked Terrapins. Coach Turgeon is doing a really good job with that team. Anthony Cowan is playing phenomenal. Jalen Smith, I mean, yeah, playing really, really well. Stick Smith is playing really, really well. So we're going to have to figure out a way to guard him. But should be a very, very big clash of the Titans on Saturday in East Lansing. I know Kyle's game day and ESPN will be in town. Hopefully we live up to the hype and get our job done because we need a type of victory like this. But as always, shout out to Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go check them out. I write their college basketball blogs for them, but there's a whole bunch of other really great content created for them. Go check out Nuts and Bolts Sports. I'm also featured on their podcast network alongside a whole bunch of other really, really great podcasters and great content creators. So go check them out. Also, that is at Nuts and Bolts Sports. For anything sports needs, go check them out ASAP. No Rocky. But as always, this has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops Podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, and share. And if you listen to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rate and review. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys for making it this far and listening to my entire podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And as always, peace, love, and blessings gone.